I usually begin my homily with some reference to the gospel of the day. And it's usually out of the gospel that I and perhaps many preachers tend to draw some message or attempt to draw some message for us to ponder, to reflect on. But today, I want to call your attention to one line from the first reading, from the prophet Isaiah, where God speaks through the oracle of Isaiah and says to Isaiah, but speaking to Israel, both as a kind of, uh, as a single person, as it were, calling Israel servant, and says, it is too little to ask of you to be a servant, to speak to the remnant of Israel, to the tribes of Jacob. I will make you a light to the nations. In a sense, it seems to me God is saying to Israel as though they were a person and yet at the same time as the community of God's people, I have so much more for you to do. It is too little for you to be a light just to a few, just to the remnant of Israel. You will be a light to the nations. Generations later, that same imperative comes from God to Jesus through the event of Jesus' baptism and through the, the coming of the Spirit in the form of the dove that John the Evangelist uses to describe that encounter between God and God's servant, God's son. In a sense, we can transfer, I think, that same understanding that, that God seems to have of Israel now to the Christ and saying, it's not enough that you should be the sun. You will be a light to the nations. You will be to all of those whom you encounter, whoever they are. And we know this to be true because we know the story, that you will be a light to the Gentiles as well as to the chosen. Generations later, that same voice of God came to all of us in our baptism. And we were, in a sense, told it's not enough for you to be just a simple servant. You will be a light to the nations. And so this Spirit of God that came through Isaiah to the people of God, this Spirit of God that came through the symbolic gesture of the dove, this Spirit of God that came to us in our sacrament of baptism, is the Spirit that enlarges our understanding of our mission and places us in the same path, with the same task that Jesus took up in his life. 
We are not small servants. We are given the largeness of the nations, of God's world. It is that spirit, then, that moves us to believe in our world, that the healing of divisions in society is always bigger than the acts of disrespect and the words that belittle. It is that same spirit that reminds us that we do not need to surrender goodness and compassion just because it sometimes seems difficult or because it is ignored by those around us. It is that same spirit that gathers us here in this place because we believe that together we are a greater force for goodness and justice than if we try to do it alone and in the process ignore the gifts that each other has. It is that spirit that we acknowledge whenever we stand up for those who are ignored or bullied or made fun of for any reason. When we speak out against all the negative isms that degrade the image of God that resides in each other. Do all of these possibilities, this largeness of God's call, of our baptismal imperative, do all of these possibilities resolve the issue of brokenness and hurt? No. Do they offset the sins of the world in the world? No. I don't think so. But they remind us that the human limitations and our potential, our intention, and into that tension we bring the faith in that spirit that calls us into the largeness of God's mission that is bestowed upon each of us. It is, it is our faith that lets us live in that tension. It is our hope that inspires us to be agents of change, no matter the challenge. It is our trust in God's trust in us that says we can do better, we can be better. And so this spirit, as ancient as Isaiah, as powerful as the spirit that descended upon Christ and as real as you and I are to each other, will not let us deny our potential to be sons and daughters of a God of mercy. My friends, we are called into an extraordinary encounter with Christ. The words of the gospel, behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sin of the world, you know are repeated in our communion rite when we add 
and blessed are those who are called to share in the Supper of the Lamb. In that encounter, not only do we share in the Supper of the Lamb, but we share in the mission of the Lamb, which is that extraordinary grace-filled encounter that sends us out into the world that waits. Every day, we are called to that same mission with the same spirit that sent Jesus into the trials and the brokenness that he encountered, and yet with the same imperative to heal, to love, to do good. Do not doubt our spirit to do good, and do not let go of the desire to be good.